0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Out and About with Antoinette. Now, you know, this is a podcast where I get an opportunity to interview some amazing people who are from in and around the state of Delaware that are doing positive things in their communities. And today, my special guest is Allison David. Allison is the CEO of Claymont Community Center. Allison has been on my show before, so I'm not going to give you all that backstory because she's got some great stuff going on. So I want to say, Allison,
1: welcome back to Out and About with Antoinette. Antoinette, thank you so much for having me and for having me back. I mean, this is really fun to be with you again. And Delaware, we have so many Delaware diamonds that, you know, the
0: ones that are shining bright like you, girl, we had to get you back on because- (laughs) The Claymont Community Center is doing amazing things. I know you want to talk about that. But before we begin, you just had the 5K walk and run, which I posted on my blog. And I wanted to be there, but I missed it because of the author's book signing. But how did it go? I know
1: you had great weather, right? We did. So after the week of rain, we finally had one day of no rain. Um, And it was a little cooler, which the runners always like. So that was excellent. Uh, you know the whole event was so much fun. Uh, we had about a hundred people that signed up, uh, and you know came out for the event. We had the blue coats here, and Cody was running around the starting line getting people amped up. Um, huge thank you to our sponsors for sponsoring the event. We also had vendors, things for the kids to do. So it was just overall a great opportunity for the community to come out and to support the center, which really is about the community. And it's a hub of services here. So it was great to celebrate that.
0: And it's so great to be out and about again, right? You know, we went through a lot a couple of, you know, years ago. I don't want to keep talking about it and time stamping it, but we, you know, We were not together. And so what you're doing and with that to get people out, right? It's like, oh, it's just, they're probably seeing the kids' faces. You know, the parents like, oh, they can get out of the house. (laughs) You know, it's just an amazing, probably an amazing event.
1: No, it was. And I think what you speak to is really important for us. You know, we just completed our three-year strategic plan. And one of the things that we're focusing on is fostering mental health throughout the community. And that isolation that you're talking about has had a deep impact on everyone. Um, and, you know, it's led to some unfortunate things, and we're trying to be at the forefront of working with the community to say, what can we do together, you know, to get people back doing things in a way that they're comfortable um, and and in a way that is meaningful to them. So not creating events without their input asking them what kinds of things do you want to do what what can we be putting on Uh, we have in october we have our trunk or treat event which is so much fun we get tons of people in um, and they decorate their trunks uh, or their cars whatever for halloween and different themes and the kids walk around And, you know, they get candy from all of the cars. And it's just another great event where kids and and families can come out. You know, I think the thing that's really special about the Claymont Center is the fact that we have programs for people across the lifespan. So this is something that grandparents can come out with their grandkids, families can come out and just have a good time.
0: And you touched on something that was going through my mind while you were talking. Um, the The generations, you know, having events that are cross generational, because you know, the older we get, um, we've experienced different things in life, whether good and bad and the ugly. But we know how to, you know, flow. You know, we know the peaks and the valleys. A lot of the younger kids, the generation that just came up, they have no idea. You know, this they had a life that we've never imagined. Now we're right. trying to act, reacclimate them into the quote and unquote real world, right? <laughs> the fun world. Yep. And it's so great. So I'm loving what you guys are doing. And it's so funny that, you know, when you and I first talked, I think you were just new in the position.
1: Maybe that was a while ago. Yeah, it yeah. was well, a while
0: ago. And you had all these yeah. stars in your eyes and bright <laughs> and shiny. And then all of a sudden you ran into a brick wall and it's like, oh my God, what do we do?
1: Yeah. You know- uh, I mean, I'm really proud of the staff because throughout, you know, everything that's happened, they have really stayed connected with the people that they serve and with the community. And that was really important to us throughout COVID and throughout the pandemic that, you know, whatever way we were doing it, whether it was when we were completely shut down or when it was, you know, that time period was like kind of open, but people were social distancing and all that stuff, you know, back to the point of staying connected with people, that's at the very heart of us as human beings. You know, even introverts need connections with people, right? And that's, I think, what this place really is. And the staff demonstrated that and they continue to demonstrate that and to be, you know, for the community. So I'm, you know, I'm, I, I can't speak enough about them.
0: And Claymont itself has changed. I mean, I when I was in Claymont was many, many, many years ago and I just sort of see the development and the growth in that area. It's amazing.
1: I know, I know. You know, that's another thing that we're trying to stay on top of and, and be a part of, you know, there is a lot of industry coming to Claymont, right? The development of the steel mill and the new, uh, the new train station, like how do we help local people connect to some of those jobs, you know, so we'll be working to host job fairs with those employers and make sure that people have access. Like that's what this is about. It's about access to things that are happening in the community.
0: And also being a safe place for the kids. I mean, the kids right. always need some place to go. I mean, and that, and that is, always I mean we had you know when I was a kid we had a lot of energy and we had to have a place you know and and ours was like my grandma was like good just go to the boys and girls club just get out just go you know and so having a safe place a great place like the Claymont Community Center is wonderful
1: yeah we have an after-school program called our empowered youth program and it's uh, for kids in fourth through eighth grade. Um, and we are looking at expanding it because we know that kids in high school also need, you know, they need, just like you said, they need somewhere to go and something to do. Because if you don't have that, you know, you get in trouble because so <laughs> you're bored, you're feeling alone, you're whatever. And, and that's when you start to do things you shouldn't do. So having a place just to shoot hoops or do an art project or whatever the kids are doing that day, you know, really keeps them, um, keeps them connected.
0: Awesome. Awesome. And you're doing some great things, you know, outside of the, the, the community center, which we'll talk, touch on before I let you go. But, you know, I just want people to know that there's so much going on, um, this fall and into the winter um what is tell us about the food closet and the community garden what's happening on that on that end
1: yeah so we've had a a food closet in our building for really almost as long as we've we've been open i mean it is one of the core things that we do and feeding people is is like that's in our roots so where we are right now in our building um you know it it's fine but we're really excited that we're relocating the food closet about a half a block down to a small building that we own Um, so we're having that completely redone and behind that small building we have some property and we're going to be developing a community garden so i think this is a great opportunity for us to serve more people to serve them in a way that is really like right smack in the middle of, of the community and really get them involved. Community gardens are a great way for people to, you know, come learn about how to garden, get food, give food, like that whole, you know, interaction. So we're, we're super excited. I'm excited because um, I can't grow anything. So they, the staff knows like I, I'm, you know, I'm not going to be, um, actually growing anything because they're afraid I'll kill it. Um, (laughs) but I'm super excited about how it's gonna, you know, how it's really going to be a place where we can really interact with community members.
0: And Allison, I'm going to tell you something. I actually heard a report a week or so ago that a lot of kids, middle school kids, and maybe even high school kids, did not realize where their food came from. Like they know Mm -hmm. nothing about gardening. They just think it shows up at the grocery store.
1: That literally blew my mind. I know. I know. They're disconnected from that process. Right? So here's an opportunity to teach them at the ground level, no pun intended, here's how it happens, right? Here's even how you take a seed and you grow the roots and then you plant it and something grows. Uh, and I think getting them involved at the whole process, you know, we have all these dreams like maybe we could have a little farmer's market, right? Where, you know, there are things that we grow that we give out, but then there's things that we grow that we can sell. And how cool to get the kids involved in that, teaching them about business, teaching them about all those you know, customer service things. The The sky really is the limit in terms of what we can do with that, which is why it's super exciting.
0: And it's great because when I came to Delaware, it was more farmland than there were homes. And now we see, you know, the, the building of the homes, which is great for the economy, but the yeah. farmland, you know, I remember, you know, growing up in the 70s, and when I came to, when I first came to Dover, we went and we picked apples and strawberries and planted greens and beans. And I hated it. I'm going to be honest with you. I really did not (laughs) want to spend my Saturday picking and planting, but it Mm -hmm. taught me something, right? It made me appreciate it more. And now when I do go to the grocery store, I can see what's fresh and what's not fresh, what I should pick and what I shouldn't pick. Because again, you don't know what you don't know, right? So kids need to know that this is a good deal and that's not a good deal.
1: (laughs) And, and I think too, you know, when you bring up like how we were, how we grew up, right? The sharing of food is something, it's a core thing to family and to community, right? Whether it's Sunday dinners or going to church or whatever, you know, there's kind of always that food. And, and I think it will also provide opportunities for kids to bring that food home for adults to bring that food home and say, let's share this food together um, and, and be a family and sit around the table and eat something and, and talk. Yeah. It's got got so many positive layers. Yeah.
0: So many layers to that. And you know, I believe, you know, in life, everything, we have the peaks and the valleys and everything is secular and there's nothing that hasn't happened that won't happen again. That's just right. my thought. I'm like, look, we already did that. We may have done it a different way, but we've done right. it, right? So this, again, getting back to the sharing, the caring, mm-hmm. and the commitment of serving others is phenomenal. For, so for that, you know, with the food closet and the community garden at Claymont, um, Community center, that is sh- I'm I'm all in on that. So not that I can plant seeds and pull it or anything anymore like I used to. I didn't like it then. I'm probably not gonna like it now. I'm telling you, (laughs) it's it's tough. I don't kill plants though, like you. I'm not. I don't know what your problem is. Listen, let's take this quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to continue talking about some of the the amazing things that's going to be happening at the Claymont Community Center and how you can be involved. So just stay tuned. We'll be right back after this quick message. And don't forget, you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms by simply using the linktree ID, A Blake Enterprises. We'll be right back. Hello, hello, and welcome back to the show. I'm your host, Antoinette Blake, the CEO of A. Blake Enterprises, and here on Out and About with Antoinette, every week I have the honor and the privilege of interviewing a guest from in and around the state of Delaware, those of us that are doing positive things in our community, and today my special guest is Allison David, and she's the CEO of the Claymont Community Center. Now, Allison, we started talking about the, the food closet and the garden and the recent 5k, but I know there's a lot going on in the calendar coming up in 2024, because it seems like, I don't know, is it you or me, or maybe it's just the, I feel like in 2024, we're just going to bust out and things are going to be like, woo, we're going to be rocking and rolling <laughs> in a positive you know way. So what's on the calendar for the, you know, the absolutely.
1: Yeah. So um I I think right on the cusp of 2024 is actually our Festival of Lights celebration in December. Yes. Um and you know I really strongly encourage people to uh to come to this event. It it really is lovely. It started 6 years ago and it's a community celebration where we celebrate all of the holidays that involve light. So that's Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, and even Diwali. Um, And every year we've added something in. And when you look at those holidays, they all have either candles or light involved in them. And light is really significant. So we said, let's just have an event where we could talk about that. We could showcase those uh, those holidays and inform people of, of what they mean. Because a lot of people have heard about Kwanzaa or they've heard about uh, Hanukkah and they don't know really what it is. So it just started as that, as a community event to come together to learn We've added in culturally relevant food for the holidays. Um, this year, we're adding in some music that, you know, is is sort of, um, you know, goes with those holidays. And the other thing that happens that I think is really significant um, is that we sell these lights. And so, full disclosure, it's a fundraiser. But... What we did with these paper lights is you can purchase a light in memory of someone Mm -hmm. or in honor of someone or celebrating someone because we know that, you know, you always hear that song. It's the most wonderful time of the year. It is, but it's also very, very sad Mm -hmm. for a lot of people who have lost someone really special to them. Um, and this gives people an opportunity to remember those people, right? And from the very first event that we had, what I noticed was people came in, they checked in and they made a beeline right for where the the lights are displayed because they want to see their people, right? They want to see their mom or dad's name or, or whatever, Um, So it became also this way to recognize that holidays are hard. We know that suicide rates go up around the holidays. So again, it's that whole focus of how do people connect Mm -hmm. in a meaningful way um, and not be so isolated. So the, you know, we have a lot of great a lot of great events but the festival of lights is just really really special and we have such a wonderful time and everyone leaves sort of feeling better you know they've learned something or they've connected or they've recognized their sadness and said that's okay i'm going to keep that person's memory alive so it there's there's really nothing like it it's it's just very really special and
0: that is so beautiful because again you know for oftentimes you think of the holidays as being the most special time of the year, but there are others that maybe it's not, you know, or maybe they don't even celebrate that holiday. So it's like, what is this? No big deal. But when you can come together to celebrate something other than, you know, whether it's religious or not, you know, it's like, okay, I belong. I'm part of the community, right? I'm part of the community. And, you know, as, and you're talking and I'm looking, you know, and I'm thinking back and I'm saying, you know, when I first got my start, Believe it or not, it was at the Claymont Community Center. It was. I mean, I was. I came there to meet, um, you might remember, oh uh, gosh, I can't remember some bad good names, but I, that's where I actually kind of started my blogging and blogging career and, and now I'm podcasting. So yeah, yeah. Claymont has, has a, the Claymont Community Center has a, you know, it's really near and dear to my heart. Now I asked my guests before they leave to leave us with a wow. But before I ask you to leave me with a wow, I want to plug your podcast too. Tell us about that.
1: <laughs> so I, thank you. I do a, po- a podcast for uh, Rotary. I'm in the Brandywine Neiman's Rotary Club and with, Uh, another member, Lisa Bixby, we do a a podcast for Rotary that highlights Rotarians and the work that they're doing in the community. And we also highlight other, you know, nonprofits and and just people in general that are, that are doing good in the world. I don't think we can talk about the good enough, right? People need to know, because all we hear is about the bad and the division in our country. And we need to start looking for the ways in which we are more alike than we are different.
0: And that is so true, Allison. And that is one thing that I love about hosting this podcast um, Out and About with Spoinette," is because it's about the give back. How can we showcase, how can we highlight How can we share the good that's happening in our community? So thank you and thank Lisa for what, you know, you guys are doing as well. Now, before I let you go from my podcast, you have to leave (laughs) us with a
1: wow words of wisdom. Okay, so (laughs) I want to tell you a quick story. So the Claymont Community Center is housed actually in the original Claymont High School. And a lot of people don't know that in 1952, this then all-white high school integrated. And there were 12 African-American students who came to school here. And I'm actually sitting in a room. No one can see me, but I'm sitting in a room that highlights that history. Um, Anyway, this case that happened here was included in the Brown versus the Board of Education Supreme Court decision. No one knows that Delaware had a huge part of that civil rights moment. And I want people to know that they can come learn about us. They can read a little more about our history on our website, which is claymontcenter.org. But for 2024, we're really looking at ways to expand that story and have people be able to come here, learn more about it. I think that we are left with the legacy of inclusion that happened here. And I want everyone to know that this is a place where everyone can come now. It was like that then, and it is now, that this is a place that is warm, is welcoming people of all races, Sexual orientation, gender, religion—it doesn't matter. Community is all of those things, and they're welcome here.
0: That is beautiful, and you know, I—I I mean, want to make sure that you know once we release this episode, it's followed up with a with a, a blog on, you know, a, p- a blog post on, on Dell blogger. Mm-hmm. And I want you to send me those pictures of the wall of, you know, of the thing that people can see to get them even more interested in coming out. So Alison, I appreciate you. Like I always do. And, you know, Portia, you know, she's, she's our, she's our buddy. Like she, she's yeah. always there helping out and she's been around, you know, I, I think of her as my, my young Child, I shouldn't say young child, but you know, sister, younger like sister. I'm saying. It's all about the give back. It's like, what can you do to, to leave your legacy? So, again, thank you so very much for being a guest here again on Out and About with Antoinette. And you're going to come back, right? You always come back. Right? I will. Here all the time, right? And so, thank you. For joining me today on Out and About with Antoinette. And I'm wishing you and yours a beautifully blessed day. Continue doing what you're doing because you're helping and touching more lives than any of us will ever know. Thank you. Thanks for giving me the opportunity. And I thank you because, you know, I love engaging with not only my followers, my listeners, and I value their feedback and their support. So if you like this show, please share the love, right? If you've enjoyed my mm-hmm. podcast, I kindly want you to share this with your family, your friends, your bae, your boo too, because your support and Allison knows this. your support yep. is greatly appreciated. It helps us to reach a wider audience. It allows us to spread the positive, you know, impact that we're all making in our community. So if you'd like to be a guest like Allison here on Out and About with Antoinette, please send an email to info at ablakeenterprises.com. And don't forget you can find and follow me on all my social media platforms, including my blog. Check out the link tree ID, enterprises. So thank you for being a part of this growing community. I appreciate your support and I look forward to bringing you more exciting episodes. But until then, stay blessed and have a wonderful day. Allison,
1: thank you so very much. No, thank you. Thank you so much. I enjoyed being with you. Bye-bye, everyone.